This is the Haven Financial Group podcast with Haven Financial Group founder and CEO, Larry Kalvig. Well, man, it was bound to happen eventually, right? Pat Sajak is stepping down as host of the Wheel of Fortune, Larry. After uh, 41 years. Wow, 41 years. 41 years. Same game show. Same game show. And I think they work like, really, what, two and a half, maybe three months out of the year. They, they filmed them all in about three months. And uh, not a bad gig if you can get it. But, you know, he's 76 years old. I had no idea he had crept up. I didn't age. either. Yeah. What about Vanna? Well, that's the question. A lot of folks aren't sure what she's going to do. She hasn't made any kind of announcement. But, uh, you know, it's kind of the end of an era for a lot of us, right? I mean, with the passing of uh, Alex Trebek and now Pat Sajak stepping down from the Wheel of Fortune. I mean, in my house growing up, my parents watched that hour every night with those two guys. And now neither one of them are going to be there. Right. Mine did too. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit different. It's just another one of those little checks in life, right? Going, oh my, if he's old enough to do that, how old am I getting? (laughs) (laughs) Let's not go there. Yeah, let's, uh, let's hope somebody <laughs> reminds him not to forget his 401k on the way out, right? Because we hear about That's that all right. the time. Right? <laughs> you know, speak, speaking <laughs> yeah. of that, uh, when your employer does offer a 401k match, you, you commonly hear it referred to as free money, right? I'm doing air quotes there. Well, free after you are vested, right? Long story short, CNBC says 56% of 401k plans make you wait at least a year, and 3 in 10 make you wait five years or more. So... Really, Larry, is it still worth it if you're thinking of retiring before you're fully vested? Well, I think so. I mean, everybody can have an excuse as to, well, I don't want to do it because of this or this. And, you know, the 401k contribution or, you know, we want to clarify 401k, 403b, TSP, deferred comp, employer-sponsored plans, they're all pre-tax plans, and it kind of forces you to save. Uh, Otherwise, a lot of people just wouldn't. So it's kind of a forced retirement savings. Come, it's out of sight, out of mind. It comes out of your paycheck on a regular basis. And, you know, I would encourage people to max it out to the best of their ability and maybe, you know, gradually increase it every year so you're getting that benefit. And, you know, work with somebody that can give you some advice is, you know, should I do all of it in a uh, pre-tax in the 401k? Should I look at the, 401, uh, the Roth 401k, you know, which in the last 10 years has become more prevalent um, just making sure you're getting the right, de- doing the right, making the right decisions. Cause yes, the pre-tax will reduce your tax liability in that given year. The Roth won't, but later on in life, you're going to want to have more in Roth. So, you know, what is that secret ingredients, if you will? What makes the most sense for you? And I'll give you an example. I just had, uh, Dale and Ann in from Egan this past week and, and they're getting, they're about a, they're a year off from retirement. And I thought it was interesting. Their target date, He's, a, he's very, uh, he must be creative because I said, what's your retirement target date? And he goes, well, I think I'd like for us to both go on Independence Day. I'm like, in all the years I've done this, nobody's ever said, retire on Independence Day and get your independence. How about that? But anyways, he's, he maxes out his 401k and he does it in about six months. But in looking at that, uh, the match that the, his employer is giving him, uh, after six months approximately, then he's not getting it because he's already maxed it out. So in some cases, you sh- there's some tweaking because you don't want to just give up that match. You want to take advantage of it. You know, work with somebody that can talk through these things with you. You know, get a tax perspective. I mentioned Lance is our CPA. And you know what? This money is going to stay in his 401k because he's not 59 and a half yet. 
Um, but there will be future decisions that are dependent upon the decisions that he's making right now. And they've done a fabulous job at savings, but it just took some tweaking. And um, a lot of people wouldn't think of that. They you know leave some money on the table. But I'm a big fan and you know of, of putting money in those 401ks, but doing it in the right way to match your tax situation. And again, we always talk about tax planning leads to tax preparation, and we should avoid surprises. And surprisingly, and not to me, it's really not because a lot of people get whacked with a big tax bill at the end of the year because nobody helped them during the course of the year. And with a plan, there really should not be any surprises whatsoever because you've already talked through them ahead of time. Investing, estate planning, taxes, and more. Want your complimentary retirement readiness review? Call now at 612-441-2441. That's 612-441-2441. Or connect with us at havenfinancialgroup.com. Last week, we were talking with you about the guy who got really upset about paying, what, over five bucks for his latte at Starbucks, right? right. Well. He apparently not the only one alone in his frustration. Market Watch is reporting now that inflation is being replaced by what's called greedflation. And the, and the question is, how long can co- and I, I ask you this last year when all this started happening, right? Once these prices go up, once these prices go up, a company's going to let go. And that's what the question is, right? How long can these companies continue to raise prices before consumers like Latte Guy just say enough is enough, Larry? Well, that is true. Corporate greed is a really stubborn thing. And uh, they get used to those prices, and consumers have been paying these prices, and therefore they stay up. They don't go back to what they were. You know, greedflation is the practice, you know, by a lot of these uh, top 500 food and consumer companies are, you know, they raise them to what consumers will buy, especially through these inflationary times. And um, it, it's helping to cushion the corporate profits, if you will. It's hard to believe throughout all this, you got companies like, you know, Kimberly Clark and Pepsi and Tyson and uh, record earnings. I mean, it's just amazing to me that that possibly can be. Or Colgate Palm Olive is another example. Uh, they beat earnings significantly, and that's by raising these prices and continuing to charge those prices. And the question is the million dollar question will they ever come down to where they're supposed to be? So, you know, during these times, people look like, well, what's the best thing? You know, what can we do through high inflation? What types of investments? And, you know, there's no secret recipe, if you will, but, you know, people do turn to precious metals, you know, gold, silver, platinum, you know, minerals, those types of things. Or, you know, during inflation, real estate becomes really attractive. There's some booming areas in the country like Florida that real estate is hotter than hot. And, you know, stocks, you know, maybe some stocks, like especially like these that we're talking about, have strong pricing power or earnings growth. You know, these companies may be good to be in during this high inflationary period, but, you know, it's hard to say when, uh, as I mentioned, corporate greed is very stubborn and uh, Congress is going to have to do something. It's a serious threat. Yeah, I mean, look, it was one thing when the egg prices went through the roof, but that turned out to be because of bird flu, right? Right. We just lost thousands and thousands of chickens and therefore cost of eggs went up. They have come down since the chicken supply has come back around. They have. Uh, But remember, I I think I asked you about this about a year ago. I said, once these prices go up and these companies get used to making that, you know, what's their incentive to not? Well, it's for us to stop buying, right? Right. Right. I mean, you know, what did I say? (laughs) A month or so ago, I went to buy a regular size box of Cheez-Its and it was over $4. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, and these things that people, you know, eat and buy on a regular basis, like, 
you know, cereal or soups or some of these right. things. I mean, they're, they're astronomically high and people, they constantly buy them, a lot of these types of, types of food. And look, I mean, you know, just folks trying to buy groceries, it shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't, it shouldn't cost you that much. When you're, you know, if you're a young family and you've got kids and you're trying to just buy regular groceries, you're not even buying expensive foods, right? Right. Uh, it, you, something's got to be done. I agree with you. Something's got to be done. And speaking of inflation, there was a big inflation spike in Sweden back in May. And uh, actually, USA Today reports that part of the problem uh, was specifically due to Beyonce. Yeah, her world tour <laughs> stopped in Stockholm. And one Swedish economist says the concert added to inflation by hotels and restaurant prices. That's a new one on me. I mean, an artist comes into town, does a concert. So I guess in Sweden, they're doing the same thing we're doing here, taking advantage of a situation. They are. It's it's worldwide. It's not just the United States. So, I mean, Sweden, to blame it on Beyonce, um, maybe there's some truth to that. I guess I haven't really dug into it too much. But, hey, the Fed actually, they paused for a moment. And the Fed and the Fed hike. Yes, they did. They yep. did, and so so maybe there is some good news coming, right? Well, there. I, I hope so. Okay, we like to be optimistic. Otherwise, you'll just drive your head in the ground, and you won't know what's going on. But you know, the reality is, they they did have a pause. They say they might factor in a couple more interest rate hikes this year. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, as we're still well way off the uh, the goal for inflation, if you will. But it's headed in the right directions now. What does this mean for the average listener? Um, you know, with the rising of the rates or the pause here, we do, we've, we talk about mortgage rates. You know, mortgage rates are quickly getting close to 7%. So, you know, home buyers, you know, it's a major increase from a couple of years ago. Um, you could almost have a 50% increase on that mortgage payment that you were looking at a couple of years ago. And, you know, we talk almost weekly about, you know, beware of credit card debt. You know, I just saw that the average credit card, revolving credit card percentage is right around 24%, wow. which is basically a record. I mean, that's just really, really high. Wow. I had a client this week ask about, you know, we're looking at taking a home equity line of credit, and they want over 8% for a HELOC. Well, that's that's a hard pill to swallow, and thankfully, we were able to look at that, and they had other assets where they could satisfy their, their needs for fixing up the house, which you know, we hear about on a regular basis. And then auto loans that were so low for so long. And, you know, those rates have crept up, you know, close to 7% as well. And they were as almost zero, zero interest for a long period of time. And, you know, on the other side of the, the coin, if you will, is savings accounts and CDs and money markets are paying about 5%. Uh, if you're not getting that, Investment advisory services offered through Guardian Wealth Strategies, LLC. Haven Financial Group and Guardian Wealth Strategies, LLC are not affiliated companies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Please consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams only refer to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.